This is session number 10 with Karen Strunks. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Talks podcast. I'm your host, business and marketing mentor, Paula Hemmings. Each session, we bring to you an inspirational or educational message that will help you move forward and kick ass in life and business. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's interview, I have a real open and honest conversation with Karen Strunks. Karen is a coach who specializes in helping women to gain freedom by doing the work they were born to do in the way they want to do it. We talk candidly about Karen's battle with depression and how she created the life she wanted to live by walking out of her nine to five and choosing the path of entrepreneurship. This session is brought to you by the Kick-Ass Entrepreneurs Club, the exclusive membership club that helps you to get more clients and more income. If you want to be part of an online community that sets you challenges, teaches monthly masterclasses, gives you accountability partners, resources to use in your business and much more, go to kaentrepreneurs.co.uk forward slash ds to request a free discovery session with me. During this session, we will uncover at least one new opportunity within your business that will help you get more clients and more income. So don't delay, head over to that site today and request your free discovery session. Without further ado, I introduce to you, Karen Strunks. Hi Karen, how are you? Hey Paula, I'm really, really good, thank you. Great to speak to you and thanks for having me on Kick-Ass Talks. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited to speak to you today, Karen. And just looking at your smiley profile picture is getting me even more excited because you just seem like you're oozing happiness. Well, <laughs> I'm actually awesome. really smiley right now speaking to you. So, yeah, I, I do lose happiness most of the time. Excellent. I can tell that you're, I can tell that you're a telephone smiler. Because <laughs> I am. Because I'm, I'm one of them too. So, I can uh, tell. You yeah, it's quite hard to actually have a conversation like this and not smile. Yeah, it's like, well, we know it's going to be so positive and, and it's going to be kick-ass. Exactly, I'm feeling that already, so that's cool and awesome. <laughs> right, so what I would love, Karen, is for you to tell me all about yourself. I'm, I'm a nosy person, so I want to know all about you, a bit about who you are, what you do, and any hobbies or interests that you that you might be into. Of course, yeah, so I'm, I'm Karen, and... I help women create freedom in their lives, uh, doing what doing what they love, following their passions, earning their own money, and doing it in a no compromise way. And I have a little saying on my site: "It's wake up, be you, have fun, do business, make money." Because I think life and business and work and making money can be fun, and it's just a natural way to go through life. Really, life should be definitely, fun. Definitely, definitely. Um, for me, kind of, there isn't really a the, uh, a clear divide between life and work I, I show up and be, be me and that's me I make a living being me I guess you could say um, so I don't really have an on or an off switch when it comes to work and life it's just one of the same thing to me um, and, and I basically help people drop the rules that, that, that they're bound by because we get caught up in the rules so easily and we ended up we end up following the rules of society instead of following our hearts Mm-hmm. and our passions uh as for hobbies i don't i don't really feel that i've got any hobbies um as such but i guess it just depends what you would call a hobby because my life and work 
work is all rolled into one. Um, I make sure I don't do anything I don't like, so I'm very um, aware of uh, only following my passions and not compromising on that. Um, and that goes for the things that I've, I just love to do. So I love being creative. I love using my voice, whether it's audio or video or, or written word, to share my message and help and inspire people. I do love writing. I'm on, I'm on my fourth book at the moment, which is a memoir. Read a lot. I love personal development and positivity and following my passions, which I, I know you do as well, Paula. Oh, obsessively. So, yes. <laughs> but that's, that's amazing. So, but how, how do you get away with not doing anything that you don't like? Well, you have to make those decisions. It hasn't always been this way. This is my 10th year in business. Now, in the first few years of business, I did exactly what I loved. And then I'll talk a bit more about this later on. But I kind of got lost in the middle of of kind of and I it turned out that I was only doing what I loved about 10% of the time and the 90% Mm -hmm. of the time I filled it with stuff that I didn't like doing that I thought I had to do that I thought I should do and part of that was getting caught up in all the rules of business so uh, a couple of years ago I started dropping the rules I started making my own rules I started getting very very clear on what I was doing but how much that this is how we fill our lives with uh, with our work with uh, with whether that's you know we're an employee or we're doing our own thing this is how we fill and spend our lives so why not choose to do what you love this seems like a, like a, sometimes i speak to people about it and they seem surprised that it, you can do what you love and make money well shouldn't that be the way it is instead of forcing yourself to do things you don't love to make money that sh- that should be so normal because it should be the norm it's definitely should be. Imagine you spend so much time at work. Say if you're an office worker, you spend maybe eight till six. You know, oh. some people are doing 50 hours a week nowadays. Yeah. Not loving what they're doing. That's craziness. But that's how you spend this. Your, the days add up to weeks, to months, to years. And this is, you look back and that's big chunks of your life. And there's no need for it. We are born free. We're born to, to do what we want. We have that freedom, but we, we get it kind of, I don't know, we kind of get funneled into this system of society that we, we must do this and do things this way and have a nine-to-five and have a job and have a have a house and have a mortgage and, you know. You're right, because even at school, you, you are brought up, I mean, it may have changed a little bit now, but you're brought up to be that employee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, do this because you need to go and do that or do this because you're not going to be able to go and get a job if you don't do this. And if you don't do that, you won't be able to get a job. I know. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like you won't get employed. You won't. Well, well, you know, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for most people if they weren't <laughs> employed because it would force them to actually think, well, what, what, what do I want to do instead? Exactly. You know, how do I want to spend my life if it's not being employed? But exactly. it's like but I... that fear mentality that is is. is projected onto people it's true and, and i guess we've also been taught by non-entrepreneurs yeah so h- how are you going to get taught to be something different by those who i mean i love teachers they're great but how are they going to teach something different if if that's what they know yeah that, that's not their experience is it mm. so we need entrepreneurs in schools i i, I guess <laughs> i was saying that to somebody recently they should teach entrepreneurship uh, business building making your own money in financial independence using your skills, your talents, your passions to create your own life. Absolutely. Definitely. definitely. And I hear that some schools are starting to do that sort of thing. 
and there's organisations, and I've even got I've got an ideas whiteboard in in my office, mm. and and I've got a business idea. My son named it. I've got a seven year old son, and he's 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 called it Kid Cool Business School. Oh wow, that's good. <laughs> because I'm passionate about young people starting in businesses from such a, from a real young yes. age. I mean, I, I mean. My son begged, begged me all summer for him to have a lemonade stand outside okay. the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we did get him to do one, but we done it at a coffee morning because our street's really quiet. And <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't want him to face that rejection Aww. of not walking fast. And, <laughs> you on, know, but... son, go out there and hustle. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it could have been character building, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's but yeah, yeah, But I think, you know, the younger you do it, the better. Yeah. But That's, anyway, yeah. we're massively <laughs> digressing. <laughs> I've not even asked you one question yet. <laughs> but oh well, it's all it's all good stuff. Yeah. So right, I've got a few questions that I'm gonna go through with you. Okay. Um so one of the things, Karen, um which you you've slightly tiny bit touched on is that when you were past the rat race, this left you feeling depressed and feeling that your soul was destroyed. Yeah. Um I'd love you for you to tell tell us a little bit about that and Tell me how you came through the other side. Mm, sure. Well, that that was a very, very uh, life-changing part of my life. It was a very negative and dark time, which it turned into, which I'll talk about in a second. But it was also, no matter how bad it was, I'm so glad it happened because it's, you know, for where I am today and, and how, how I live my life. So basically, as we were just saying, you know, I, I left school and just, went straight into a job and then another job and another nine to five and another nine to five and in the end it was like doing this nine to five job for a big organization and with hindsight I, I ended up with depression because I wasn't living the life that was born to live and I was mm-hmm. a square peg trying to fit myself into a round hole and I was following all the rules of society and I got a mortgage and I thought well this just is the way it is you know I should be grateful I've got a job you know, when people are unemployed and they're looking, you know, I felt like, and I thought, well, you know, if I want to change things, I'll just go into another nine to five job and I'll just end up the same anyway. So I'll just stay here. But I couldn't feel that I was making it. I couldn't see that I was making any difference in the world. And and it wasn't a very positive environment on the whole. And the people, you know, you're the average of the people that you surround yourself with. You're the average of the environment you're in. And it wasn't a positive environment. Consequently, I got very, very depressed and I lost two two or three years to depression. And it was the kind of depression where, uh, yes, I was on medication. I had months off work at a time. Um, you know, I'd, more often than I would like to admit, I would have thoughts of, you know, suicide. I just couldn't, I just was not happy. This job sucked the soul out of me. The life sucked the soul out of me. But I, I felt very, very trapped. But, I, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't figure out how to untrap myself. And when I did go into work, you know, I used to sit at my desk. I remember this so clearly, like looking out of the window and being so envious of everybody that was walking by. You know, I couldn't tell if they were happy, if they had bad lives, happy lives. I didn't know. I didn't know. But I just thought, God, you guys are so like, here's me. You know, and, and the word that kept repeating again and again was freedom, freedom, freedom. I craved freedom because I was living a permission filled life I had to ask for time off you know to go and do what I wanted to I had to yeah. sit in what I, you know the fun things that I wanted to do you know in the evenings if I wasn't too tired or the, or the weekends um, and I couldn't be myself in that environment either um, sounds a little bit like he was in in prison I, might, I yeah. can almost imagine you with your hands on the bars looking at the people walking past well it was practically <laughs> like that yeah 
yeah oh gosh so um so what was was there a rock bottom yeah yeah so I had been in that job uh well it was it was coming up it was 10 years and because I was having all this time off with depression you see I didn't leave that job because I didn't I just the alternative you know I didn't know what it was it didn't look any brighter than what I was going through at the moment. Uh, but they say, you know, you have a day that changes your life. And I had a one of those life-changing days. And I don't know what it was about why I, why that day after so long of being depressed and having so many mornings feeling like I can't do this, uh, you know, as in I can't go into work and, and, and put myself through this because it was just so just felt so alien to me and, and not right but uh, that well, that particular morning that I'm referring to I had to go and see a doctor that the, my work had sent me to see one of their doctors because I had to I guess make sure that I was really depressed or something I don't know and after that I walked it was in the city centre I walked straight into uh, the office and handed in my notice and after so many years and so long and so much agony and so much depression and so much darkness I said to, to the manager, you know, I'm, I'm leaving because the fear of the unknown wasn't as scary as the fear of going in and spending another day in an what environment that sucked my soul out of me. I don't, it, they, it, they say, you know, you've got to hit rock bottom before mm-hmm. you can go bounce back up. And I think I just I'd hit the rock bottom that day. Because repeated days and days and days, months and weeks of feeling like this, I hit rock bottom. I just couldn't do it. I didn't know what the alternative was. I hadn't got a plan. I hadn't even decided that. that It was that morning, that, that day it happened. I hadn't thought the day before, I'll go and hand in my notice. No planning, no but It was just like, no, I'm doing this. Because the fear of the unknown wasn't, wasn't as scary as the fear of doing that to myself. I couldn't put myself through it anymore. Wow, that's amazing, and and you stayed there for ten years. Yes, and it was probably long the last, time. last four of those that I I'd wanted to leave, and the last two or three that I started getting depressed. So, so what made you stay there, even in that last four years? Why didn't you think to get out? Of well, there? I, I did, but I thought I thought my option was to go and get another nine to five job. Mm. I thought that's that's my destiny. I didn't, and and. This was about 17 years ago. I hadn't got, like, we hadn't got a nine. I hadn't got access to all the role models, all the inspiring people, all the leaders that we have now, all, all the people that who are, uh, you know, doing their own thing. I didn't yeah. know. I had nobody saying to me, not that it's anybody's fault, but I'm just saying, you know, nobody pointed out an alternative for me. I, I had a one-track vision because I guess that's all I knew. That's all I had experienced. That's all the people around me had Nobody could help. People did want to help me, but they they were coming from a place of, an, you know, not bringing in a, not not bringing, but a, a work history the same as mine. So they didn't yeah. know any better either. And and a lot of the people where, where I worked have been their fake even longer than I had. Oh gosh! So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's there was not that mental stimulation or those ideas from any other sources. But that that you know that day was the springboard because once I left and I walked out that day, I hadn't got a clue. But my depression started lifting practically. So that it was definitely the right thing for you to do oh, then, undoubtedly, even without a plan. Even without a plan, but I did so many life change. I changed everything. I um I had 
Prior to that, I'd already broken up with a, a guy I was engaged to. Uh, then I went traveling around. I sorted my money out. I went traveling around America on my own for a couple of months. I sold my house and moved to a new one. I qualified as a life coach. I started studying positivity and, and you know, positive mindset, personal development. I qualified as an NLP practitioner. Uh, all these kind of big things that maybe people would do once every three years. I did within the space <laughs> of a year or something. Wow. You know, it was full on. I had made that break for freedom and I would, just went for it. So at that at that moment in your life, did you did you have a goal or were you just sort of finding yourself with through all the you know the books, the courses, the travelling? Yeah, it was. I didn't have an end goal. It was kind of just following what I wanted to do wherever that led me. So how did you then enter into the business world from yeah. from that point in your life? Well, that that experience and, and making the break and making all those changes, like you know, instilled a whole lot of confidence in me. Now I did uh, when I came back from my travels. I think I had, I had, I can't remember exactly, I think I had a good, good long break from a working environment because I sorted my money out and I think maybe I had six months off work or something like that, so plenty of time. Anyway, I did come back, um, I did get another nine to five job, um, which was, wasn't for very long because I had a disagreement with one of the managers and I walked out, again, with no plan, <laughs> uh, but I guess this time I was more confident in doing that because I had mm-hmm. done it once and then I did get another part, a nine to five job it was four days a week this time and I still was craving freedom and yeah I wasn't a very good employee at that job and I had an argument with my boss and told him to go to hell and walked out of that and that was the <laughs> third and final time <laughs> so what advice would you give to an employee who's currently feeling the way that you did feeling stuck and not knowing how to get out of that situation well I would have done um back then if I had the opportunity to um was you know find people find people who inspire you so we've got access obviously online to to anybody that we want to basically so find Mm -hmm. those people find those people who are doing what you want to do Followed them, read read what they're writing, listen to their videos, audio, or whatever, or even you know people in person, depending if you if you you know put yourself out there in, uh, personally, but learn from them. Keep your focus on where you want to be and not where you are now, because where your mind is, your actions will follow. Base mm-hmm. your decisions on where you want to be. Okay, then it's 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 very very much a mindset don't wait years like i did but make up your mind that you you are going to break free no matter what it's a done deal that you know you are going to do it and you're going to do what it takes and that you deserve it um creating a life of freedom oh it's such a, it's such a contradiction it's easy and it's hard at the same time in a way it's easy because the most natural thing for you to do, I think, is to go through life as yourself, doing what you love and following your passions. And if we all did that, can you imagine, you know, what the world would be like? And I know, you know, there'll still be jobs and people will still need to, or there will be people, some people will still want to have jobs, that's their preference. But it's it's going to be the most challenging thing you do as well. And But there's nothing else like it that's going to show you who you are uh, and what you're made of. You really find out what you're made of. And we're all Mm -hmm. capable of so, so much more than we realize. Now, as you 
I've just heard from my story, I just walked out and it was all or nothing, sink or swim, no plan B. And I still don't have a plan B. I don't want a plan <laughs> Wow. B. But when you take that leap, this is from my experience, when you take that leap, you have to trust in yourself that you, like I said, are going to be capable of so much more than you can imagine. Um, and when you take that leap and it is all or nothing and you don't have a plan B, you you leave yourself with no alternative but success. And and that's the way yeah. I did it. You, when you take that leap, you've got to trust that the world will rise to meet you. But you've got to take the leap before the, the net appears. It's really, it's really scary. But it and I guess it, it is all in your mind, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You've got to get your mindset because, straight. Because you're not going to be physically hurt by taking a chance or by taking that leap of faith. No, absolutely not. I was listening to a podcast today and a guy said, uh, oh, you know, we're not going to get eaten by dinosaurs or even like in the old days <laughs> uh, where, where people were hung, drawn and quartered. You know, nothing bad is going to happen to you in that respect. Um, but amazing things happen when you take a risk. And that's entrepreneurship for you is taking a risk. Yeah. You know, I don't think you can have... I, you know, I don't like to put down any rules as such. There's always exceptions, but I don't. Entrepreneurship comes with take, being a risk taker. I, yeah, I think that's definitely one thing you have to get comfortable with, with doing is taking taking risks because you're constantly taking risks. And I think one of the important things, though, as an entrepreneur, is to actually be okay with failing oh, because yeah. that's what most people are scared of, aren't they? They're scared of failing, but yeah. you need to fail your way to the top yes yeah absolutely and during these last 10 years you know I have had some brilliant times I've had some low times I've had highs and lows like and real extremes that you wouldn't believe and and yeah what is your worst case scenario as well and how likely is that to happen for me and I thought it I thought you know there was a time when I thought it was going to happen for me it'd be like losing my home me living in my car because uh you know I broke my business at one point and I might maybe talk about that (laughs) coming up if if I get a chance but you know in, in terms of financially but if you are following your calling your passion and doing what you love for I will go through anything because I know what the alternative is like. And and for me, the worst case scenario would be, okay, I'll have to live in my car. I, I, I don't want to. I would do anything to avoid that happening. But I know that, that because I've, I've made it before, mm-hmm. I can do it again. Exactly. Um, and not many, and, and bear in mind, I've done this on my own. I haven't had a partner, a boyfriend, a husband, anybody else's, you know, regular income coming in, supporting me. I haven't got, wealthy parents or relatives I've got no as I said no plan b so if I can do it on my own under those circumstances and when I left that job and told my boss to go to hell 10 years ago I didn't have any I didn't have savings I didn't have you know I've done it all without a plan b and a backup plan financially there's no be no cushion there for me, mm-hmm. because if you've got a cushion, you can say, "Oh, well, I'm taking a risk," and it does. But it doesn't feel so risky knowing that you've got a cushion. Yeah, it's not that do or die kind of. Not, um, yeah, but but my point is, if I can do it mm-hmm. without any of that, then then other people can too. Absolutely. Definitely, but I guess you know what's even worse though. Some people just are in that nice little comfort zone, and it's so comfortable and warm that it is makes it even harder to to push out. Like with you, you had the depression, you, you hated working where you were working, so that um not that makes easy sounds like the wrong word to say, but it's I'd almost imagine it's 
it's harder to get out of it if you're if you're actually okay in your job well, and, you you're, and you're happy. Yeah, but okay isn't good enough, is it? Okay shouldn't be a settling point. But yeah, I, I get what you mean, and and maybe those people will will stay there. You know, as much as I want everyone to to break free and 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 you know experience life on their terms, doing what they love, no compromise. Not everyone can or will do it. That's unfortunately, true. and that that's a big frustration for me because I see people walking around like zombies. They go, to, you know, I and I God knows I've done that rush hour thing, morning and night, and and stuff like that. I know what it's like that that to be in that environment, and I just want to shout at people like, wait up. <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to do don't this. don't have to do this. It's almost like, you know, when you leave your job and you're like, come on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And they're like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think maybe you have to be a bit crazy, maybe. You definitely have to be quite crazy. I, I do believe that. Cause there is sometimes when I even have to say, well, why do I do this? I have, I, have, <laughs> I have questioned my sanity at times. Because, you do have to be a bit nuts. <laughs> yeah, you know, in those times when I thought, oh, I'll just, you know, if I lose my house, I'll just, just go and sleep in the car. Is that what the same person would do? <laughs> you know, so like, actually consider it. <laughs> but but, but it, like I said, it teaches you what you're capable of and it, it strength, you have such a strong mindset when you... Definitely. <laughs> when, you, when you have so, got that, that monthly wage and being told where to be, what to do, what to say, where to go, how to act. You, you, you haven't got anybody telling you what to do. And and I think that is that is one of the massive benefits because even I've, we've got I've got a really good friend who's just about to turn 40 mm-hmm. and there's a we've got a little group on WhatsApp where it's those three three girls as friends in there. And then one of my friends put in the group today that um she's not sure she can come to the party because her, her boss said no oh. to the <gasps> And the party night, she works, she works in a casino, <laughs> so she works nights and weekends, yeah. and they said she can't have the day off. Exactly. Somebody else is, is calling the shots. Yeah, that's disgusting. I, I literally, that would be me like saying goodbye, okay, thank okay. you for the job, and yeah. I'm off now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a nice place to be. No, it's not. It's not because some you can you can have all the holidays you want and, and you know have a nice car and even a big house, but still somebody's calling the shots and you and there it's, is the it's almost like the control. Yeah, that's what I don't like. It's almost like it's like when the when mums can't or parents can't get to see their kids' plays oh. and because the boss said no, oh, <laughs> I literally couldn't deal with it. No, <laughs> it, when when you have your when you have your eyes awakened whatever or the mind your mind awakened to or you, you know you see things differently it's a, it's very hard to come to terms or come to to reason with with that kind of life anymore even though I was part of it for uh, 16 years I lived like that went for permission you know being told what my earning capacity was being told mm. what I could do when I could do it couldn't have time off then because somebody else was having time off. I couldn't. You don't have that freedom. You don't have that. Oh, that that choice every single day of how you spend your day. 
Yeah, and, that, and that's what it is. It's having that choice. I think that's what well, that's what have, being an entrepreneur brings. Uh-huh. You have the choice. You can choose. You have the freedoms. And and I think it's it's amazing. It's an amazing life. But moving on, uh-huh. I'm I'm really intrigued that Elisa Birdie, maybe one of your blogs, told <laughs> me that oh, yeah. you used to have a, a former life as a dominatrix. That's true. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Well, Tell me about that. Okay, so when I told that last boss to go to hell, um, and I walked out, and I thought, well, I can't come back here, and it was like, again, that single scene situation, I thought, well, now, now that, was the last, that was the third job I walked out of, and I thought, I can't keep, I can't go back to another job, and I thought, I'll start my own business, and that was as a dominatrix. So I, that was my first uh, First business, and I, and I maybe with hindsight, it's not that surprising. I chose that profession where I was completely in control, and I called all the shots, and I was in a powerful position compared to where I, I you know, I had been with other people calling the shots um, and having bosses all my life that, that always dictated, you know, my days, etc. Et and it was something that uh, I knew about. Um, and a friend sent me a magazine article uh, about women, I think they were in America, who were dominatrixes. And, and that caught my attention. And I, I think he sent it to me because he thought I'd be good at it. And he was right. You know, I was. <laughs> so, you know, I hadn't run a business before, but I threw myself into it. And I, I always say, oh, I hadn't got a clue what I was doing. And when I used to say that, um, I, I used to say in a way that I meant, oh, I was at a disadvantage, but actually that was an, an advantage because, I, you know, I I just had that freedom again to do what I wanted when I wanted. I, you know, I, I taught myself how to use social media and market myself, but this is 10 years ago before the marketing and online rules appeared. Mm-hmm. I only worked with people that I wanted to. I had my own earning power for the first time ever. I could do what I wanted when I wanted, and, you know, and I loved it. And I, I, that's what I did. Now, I, and I remember, you know, being in the nine to five thinking, oh, I'd love a job where I could, I love makeup. I'm very, very girly. I love makeup. I love bling and shiny things. Actually, many, many years ago, I actually trained as a makeup artist. So I, I had considered that as a change of profession at one point. So anyway, I love makeup. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great to be able to get up and get dressed every day and put my makeup, you know. And so that's what I had created for myself. And I loved taking photos of myself. Um, I used to to have a blog back then. I used to put Mm -hmm. them on my blog and uh, put them on my website. And I I got a new camera, my first digital camera, actually. And I thought, it's got all these buttons on it. How, How does that work? And I took myself off to an evening class one, one few hours a week. And, and then I discovered a passion for photography. So then um, I became a professional photographer, basically. To, to go wow. So one one passion turned into another. Um, and, and that's kind of how things have been for the last 10 years. Then that was it. I was a professional photographer. I started a, a global photography project called the 4AM Project which um, ran for about four years. And it was, I started going out in Birmingham at 4 a.m. taking photos of, of, of the city at that time because I loved how such a normally bustling, a bustling city was really, really quiet and I had it to myself. Um, mm-hmm. And then I turned that into a global project because I wanted a view of the world at 4 a.m. So people all around the world took part um, and it got loads of press. And, and, and I discovered the 
I guess the power of social media to create a movement and uh, so then that morphed from me being a professional photographer into a social media and, and kind of marketing person I worked with uh, big brands I ran workshops courses and, and taught all that um, that kind of stuff uh, and that's morphed into to what I do today empowering others wow. to follow their passions because I followed mine I've reinvented myself uh, every time you know I've, I felt like it I haven't held myself back or restricted myself and, and you don't have to you can be and do anything that you want Definitely, I love that journey. You, you know, you've gone from em- employee feeling crap yeah. basically, then over to being a dominatrix, regaining your control and your power, uh-huh. into photography business, uh-huh. your blogging, your four AM project, social media marketing, and then into your is it a, would you call it a coaching business? What you do now? It's coaching. Yeah, I guess, I guess she, that would that would sum it up. But I, 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 I'm a speaker, so speak at events, conferences, um, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, I have clients that I work with um, on a personal level, so that would be probably via the phone or Skype. Um, they're mm-hmm. all around the world, so uh, the women that I'm helping empower create their their lives and their, their own journeys and their businesses and, and make their own money doing what they love. I write, I speak, and I, oh yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, so follow my passions now and, and, you know, help and inspire and motivate people and, and spread my message to help change people's lives. That's fantastic. So um, I've noticed that everything you seem to do seems to be quite punchy and out there and in your face kind of thing. Mm. Have you have you always had that? I mean, even the way to, I guess, the contrast between the lipstick and the hair, it all stands out. <laughs> <laughs> have you always had this sort of rebellious streak in you? Yeah. I think so, definitely. I I would identify as like a non a nonconformist, and I I'm kind of in my mind I'm going back to when I was 14 and I discovered punk, and so I was really drawn to the, the kind of punk attitude, anarchy, mm-hmm. sticking your fingers up at the rules, and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. And I remember being in a history. I used to go to a convent school. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so I was always like the odd one out there and non being a nonconformist there and. But I remember being in a history lesson and the, and the history teacher talking about nonconformists. I hadn't heard that word before. But then when he described it as part of, the, you know, what, what that is like, I was like, yes, that's me. I'm a nonconformist. <laughs> I could really relate to it. And and I think the reason I felt like a fish out of water in, in employment um, is because, you know, I'm not born to conform. I, I hate, hate, hate being told what to do you know even if it's somebody somebody with a helpful suggestion that I haven't asked for any help with I it really ruffles my feathers I just don't like being thought of as somebody who can be told what to do in the first place even if it's a helpful friendly suggestion so I always <laughs> rebel you know in school I was always rebelling uh, in my own way whether that's what I was wearing and uh, I don't know how I did my hair or the jewelry or things like that uh, and i I take great joy in doing things my way mm-hmm. and now I trust myself and I accept who I am and there's like I said there's nothing more natural than to go through life you know by us being ourselves and you know it's okay for us to take back control and trust that 
we can do and say anything that we want to it's our right and nobody can take that away from us and and if that i don't i mean i don't you know you talk about my image and the things that i do there's no kind of that's just me showing up being me mm-hmm. um and that's that's as simple as it gets that's well, it sounds as though, uh, as though, but this is doing you was what you was born to do because when you did try and be that conformist person, mm. you you said you knew that you were that anti sort of conformist mm. person from back in school, but when you did try and conform, look where it got you. Exactly. Yeah. It was so against what was in you. It just literally brought you down. It did. It's so true, and 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 I think when. That's the thing with depression. A lot of things can cause depression, but one of the things is that you aren't living the life that you're meant to live, and that mm. and, that, and it, that's depression is the boil that appears <laughs> in your mind, if you like. It's it's that kind of manifestation. Um, it's something to something for people to be aware of, and and general mm. unease and unhappiness. Definitely, it doesn't yes. have to be that way. I guess it's like a bit of a, um, a warning light that you've got to pay attention to. Yeah. Like, like your mind or your body's trying to tell you this isn't right here, whatever the situation might be. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you say is your why? What's your what's the reason? I, I feel like I, I kind of know the answer from a few things that you said, mm-hmm. but um, what is your why? freedom really uh, a, a life for freedom for myself and and helping other people have a life for freedom as well that would be the ultimate why if you like yeah. mm-hmm. um, to empower people to take the chance on themselves to to choose an alternative way of life I guess you could say but also a way of life that that will be like nothing else Mm-hmm. Um, that will test them, it will challenge them, it will make them grow as a person. They will learn um, and reap the rewards as well if they have the courage to do that. Um, I know the benefits, I feel the benefits for myself and I want that for other people. Brilliant. And I think it, it, it's so great that, you're, that you've been through that experience and you're, you're there helping others to come through that where you had to kind of find your own way by yourself. Yeah. Right. But it's great now that women should hopefully be able to take a bit of a women or whoever wants to work with you yeah. should be able to take a bit of a shortcut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a lot further, faster by getting help along the way. And that's something I've learned as well. I have since got help in, and, you know, I have business coach and mentor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and the, I didn't have for, for a while, but when I started getting help from other people, then, yeah, you get further, faster. It definitely makes the journey a lot easier to have that support excellent so i've noticed as well from your um your social media presence um that you're on a bit of a fitness journey how's that going for you yep <laughs> i joined the gym on boxing day uh and i've been going actually every other day since then and wow. i've hired excellent. a personal trainer and i i really need to get myself uh, physically into shape because i have spent so long nurturing my mind looking after my mind um it's now time to put put, put the focus on my body as well um mm-hmm. i did take my focus off the of my fitness and i put on a ton of weight 
so yeah i'm doing that now i'm actually lifting weights which i've never done before oh weight training's great oh. for burning fat oh well you know it's got so many benefits hasn't it i think i had i didn't realize until i started going to the gym that i had lost trust in the strength of my body but i was actually you know built i'm building that strength back again and i'm feeling so much well, stronger <laughs> literally stronger um i can see the improvements that i've made because i guess when you um well with any type of exercise you can measure your improvements so i can certainly see the the gains i'm making so to speak and I, i'm really enjoying the the physical challenge of lifting heavy things and i've got the favorite thing at the moment is actually i never thought i'd do this as much as i'm girly and like makeup and sparkly things i'm actually enjoying <laughs> flipping a uh, big heavy tractor tire oh my gosh <laughs> I know I know I remember when I started at the no I think it was about three weeks ago I is it about yeah about three weeks ago I couldn't even lift that tire and today I was flipped I flipped it 15 times in a row without stopping wow so those kind of differences in your fitness that you can see that really uh, is very encouraging your body's quite clever isn't it yeah it, 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 it gets strong so quickly. I know. It's really clever. It just it just, just needs you to start it off, and then it just start, kind of just works along with you. Because I, so I love cooperative, it. yeah. It it really is like I'm a massive fan of the gym. I I go to the gym every day. Yeah. Apart, apart from um the weekends. Yeah. But every day, I drop yeah. my son to school and I go to the gym. That that's the routine, and it's got to a point now where if I don't go, it feels wrong. Yes. I'm like, I feel like I'm being naughty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and my day feels weird, like I didn't go and I'm going to get massively fat now because of this one day that I didn't go. Ah, <laughs> I feel so, it's changed, it's, um, yeah, it affects you mentally as well, doesn't it? It does. So it's it's all positive. And it's, it's, I think what I, well, I, what I personally love, it, I think it's like, you time like you can kind of zone out when you're working by yourself in the gym you just kind of zone out i listen to music i listen to jungle music in the gym mm-hmm. I, I listen to podcasts and i just zone out and i'm just in this other place i don't think about work exactly. i don't think about anything yeah and then and when i come out i'm ready i'm ready for the day yeah that's that's the thing and i i walk to the gym so i'm listening to a podcast so i'm doubling up on on my mind education there and then when I get to the gym I I do listen to music so I'm using it as an opportunity to listen to new music which I haven't done really for ages but also when you're you know if you're challenging yourself with a heavy weight or something that is all you're focusing on in that in those moments and like you say you're not thinking about anything else it's just really focuses the mind on on that moment of lifting or pushing or or pulling on something heavy (laughs) exactly exactly well good luck with the fitness journey and um keep getting those gains yeah definitely so (laughs) what i I wanted to speak to you next about was um i think so you've mentioned that you've written three books and you you're now on book number four Mm. the one that I noticed the most, um, maybe because it's so, somewhere where I can personally relate to, is master your money mindset. Mm, yeah. And what the reason why that stood out to me personally is because over the last, probably over the last eighteen months, I've been on a massive money journey where I'd lived a life where I didn't know. I've I've always known how to earn money because I've always been entrepreneurial, but I didn't know how to deal with money. I didn't know how to respect money. I didn't know how money worked and all the minds, the whole money mindset. Yeah. And so I've been through that journey myself. So um, seeing that 
um, was thinking, have you been through a similar sort of journey and what motivated you to write that book? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it's, it's, a part of the reason I wrote that book was because of my own money journey um, and what I've learned about making your own money uh, over the last 10 years, uh, the things that have worked for me, I've, I've kind of put in that book. And, yeah, my money journey well if we if we t- push aside the the kind of working for other people um and you know being given a wage if you like um and and generating your own income from you i mean there's nothing you know that i get the biggest buzz from earning my own money even now 10 years later it's it, i just it's, i don't know to say nothing else like it but it's one of those things that yes i'm doing this for myself but i have I've written that bit because money making money starts in the mind. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have a positive mindset around money. It's so, so important. And, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there was a point in my business where I kind of broke it. There was like money coming in and things got really tight around money. Uh, you know, money wasn't coming in. Um, but what happened then with that was my money mindset started going downwards, you know, in a negative mm-hmm. spiral. But that had a knock-on effect of me you know wasn't still wasn't making the money so wherever your mind is around money it helps and when the more positive you are um and and the the the, you know the things that you have to deal with around money such as your sort of the money stories or your money history or even Mm -hmm. stuff you've maybe inherited from parents or relatives or, 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 or the environment around you people have a lack mentality they have limited thinking around money they they put a limit on on you know the earning potentials you know I've got my own money story um and and the the worst time really was when I had zero in the bank and my mortgage was due the next day Uh, you know it got it got that close and I was I was scared that was Mm. one time I was scared but even on that day I thought I am not giving in or giving up at this point I've you know come too far um I will deal with whatever happens because this isn't going to take me off my path mm-hmm. um so I know what it's like to ha- you know have that cold hard fear around money as well and how to get out of it and then when I, you know when I did turn things around I figured out what it took to turn things around um and you know obviously I, I use that in what I, what I help people with now to the to the point of you know just knowing wherever your mind is around money that that will reflect in what you what you bring in mm-hmm, um definitely uh, you know and also i want to i want to get rid of the stigma that there is around talking about money and we feel shy about talking about money like there's something wrong with discussing it openly i'm very money positive and it's not only you know our right to aim for the money that we want it's a right to do so without any stigma attached i don't believe in having just enough i believe in you can have what you want. You should have what you want. You know, there's a there's a lot of negativity around money and earning money and what people earn and jealousy and mm. or, or even how you speak about money, um, the words that you use around money. Um, I think we should just really need to empower ourselves a lot more and have more open discussions about about money. You know, Definitely. we we, can't, totally we, we need agree. it. Um, we want it, and it's really really helpful. <laughs> um, and it's really lovely to have. And and in fact, for, since that book, I've actually created 
two online courses around money, which is kind of, a, I guess, the next level from that book. So there's one call, which I think is a brilliant title. It's called Make Money Your Bitch. I love that. <laughs> so I, like, I love Come it. on, we're going to empower <laughs> ourselves around this money thing. Come on. Uh, and that was me kind of taking charge of money again. And then there was another one, I think, I did it's it's 30 days and 30 ways to wealth and abundance and again that's still money mindset stuff but practical actions mm-hmm. as well so it's a combination of both but when I and I believe that you know what you focus on as I said you get but also part of my daily practices is focusing on on money my mindset around money my goals around money my intentions around money and doing those things on a daily basis and not just oh gosh I'm running out of money I better focus on money now you know doing it consistently (laughs) on on a daily basis is really really powerful um and and knowing where you stand with your money and not you know which is easy to do if you are going in a downward spiral amount around money it's like bury your head in the sand and go no 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 you know I'm not listening I'm not looking it'd be all right kind of thing worst place to be isn't it yeah <laughs> you're scared to even look at the the balance yes yeah and being grateful yeah. for the you know adopting um a, a kind of a thank you attitude towards money so whenever you even when you pay your bills you know saying thank you I've got the money to do that I you know mm, I'll pay definitely. the council tax and I'll go thank you you know, thank you to the gas exactly. and electric people. Gas, thank you to the water, you know, because I've got the money to pay them and I'm grateful. Exactly. They, exactly. And I'm not, They've provided I've had you a service, haven't they? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I've had something for it. Um, but, but, you know, it can be a tendency for people to moan about these things as well. And that's, again, putting a negative energy on, on, on your thoughts around money. Mm, definitely I'm I'm such a money nerd now I, I literally I spend time with my money every single oh, morning lovely, isn't it? So every yeah every day and if I don't it feels wrong I feel like I'm lost yeah and I don't know where I am with my money and I need to look at my spreadsheet yeah my spreadsheet. oh my god <laughs> I've got this spreadsheet too <laughs> yeah. they're wonderful and aren't they I've even changed to getting paper bank statements again so I can tick physically oh. tick things off because I found with the with the apps and the online stuff it was just a bit passive oh, and I actually good. need to I get them sent to me every Monday oh, <laughs> and I tick them off and I love it oh that's <laughs> a really good idea mm, and then I question why did I spend like that that wasn't in the plan mm. hmm, don't do that next time Paula <laughs> but, but you're continually focusing on on something uh you know just as you go to the gym every day you're focusing on your money every day and it's those daily habits and those daily focuses that that add up and put you in a stronger position definitely this is what i've learned over time it's taken me a long time to um to get here but i've I've finally learned it's it's, it's these little things that you do consistently yes every day it's not the massive things that you do go crazy on and you do them for a week or two and you get tired and you don't do it anymore yeah. it's them little things just done consistently you can then you get that compound effect and um yes. and it's yeah it's all good yeah <laughs> the compound effect definitely it all counts and it's but it's the little things that are easy to dismiss and go oh no i'm not i'm not bothered today kind of it's uh, you know i can catch yeah, up tomorrow easy to do but also easy not to mm-hmm. do mm, and, and you don't have to do it because that's the thing about being on self-employed or an entrepreneur yeah you don't have to do them your boss is quite easy going at times (laughs) good thing yeah so that's when you need that that self-discipline as well exactly Mm. exactly right so what would you say is your biggest success to date oh that's a big question 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give a similar answer to as before. It's creating freedom, mm-hmm. and that after a decade of, of you know since leaving my last nine to five job of walking out, I've created this life and lifestyle based around freedom, be uh, based around being me, and again help helping others to do the same. So I guess I know it's a, maybe a bit of a generalisation, but but that encompasses everything over the last 10 years and that's great simple but it doesn't have to be complicated and if that's what's made you happy then that's that's yeah the biggest success is that i'm doing my own thing and i haven't got an employer and that success yeah (laughs) and that's amazing that's pretty good (laughs) so my final question before i go into some fill in the blanks uh, who's Karen when no one's watching? Oh, I turn into... <laughs> um, I'm pretty much uh, the Karen that people probably think I am. Um, I don't have an online or offline persona. I don't change. Um, I don't have a professional mask I put on when I'm talking or speaking or being on that, you know, on, I say online because I, I run my business online the majority of the time. So what you see online is pretty much what you get. I'm happy. I'm positive. I'll have a grumpy day maybe once every couple of months. But, wow. uh, yeah, they're very rare. Uh, but when I have those grumpy days, I don't tend to spread that negativity around. So I won't go online and start moaning. I'll just keep it to myself. Mm. Yeah. So maybe that's part of what people would that's the Karen when no one's watching on that particular day. I wouldn't spread it around and spread my mm-hmm. negativity. Um, and, and I'll have a grump for a, a day and then I'll, I'll be all right the next day and I'll just get on with it. And th- those grumps are usually caused by um, just my frustration if I'm, if I'm trying to progress, make progress in an area and I'm not making progress I want. I get frustrated. Um, uh, that, that's all usually they are. Um, so nothing really bad. Um mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you know, what am I doing when no one's watching? I'm I'm creating, I'm helping, I'm writing, I'm reading. I'm, well, I love watching films. I love makeup, like I said. I love nail art. I might be painting my nails. I love to travel. Um, but really, I am who I am when people are watching and people aren't watching, I guess. <laughs> awesome. You know, not, much, not much change. <laughs> you are who you are. Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to go into a few fill in the blanks. So I'm just going to read out some statements and if you could fill in the blank. Mm. Okay, if I won the lottery, I would. I'd buy an apartment in New York City and I'd buy a beach house in LA, uh, Santa Monica. And I quite fancy starting a charity to empower girls and women to do what they want and follow their passions and make make a, a life from it. Mm, sounds awesome. Something like that. Sounds really good. I love that. So if I was stranded on an island, the three items I would take with me are? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how practical this is, but can I have a, a laptop, Wi-Fi and a Kindle? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I'll throw in some electricity. Oh, God, electricity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, solar-powered. Well, let's make it a tropical oh, island. solar-powered would be cool. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can have it all. It's yeah. fine. So, 
I am most grateful for? Uh, my mum. Oh, She's Aww. just always been there for me and she's so, so supportive and she's always cheering me on um, and she's always... You know, on those on those rare days when I have a grump, you know, every couple of months, I'll phone her and I'll have a moan. So she'll get my moaning. And then oh. and she, and she just says something nice and I start feeling better. So she's just she's just perfect. She's just lovely. So thank you, Mum, if you're listening to this, which I'm sure she will be. So oh, that's so you, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> love that. We've got to love the mum, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, the best business advice I have ever received is... Mm, that, that's a hard one. Uh, there's, there's a lot I could probably say here. That, um, this this one. is uh, Yeah, okay. This um, is from... Um, my mentor and that is that you can't have true success from a place of wrong service meaning that you you know you can't experience true success in life if you are basically doing the wrong thing mm, yeah that's you are right. in the wrong service so so basically do what you love yes definitely and finally i am kick-ass because I am kick-ass because uh, I do what I want, when I want, with who I want, and I help people create their lives of freedom, and I change lives. Yay, that was a great answer, I love that. That was brilliant. And if if people want to find out more about you, what you do, find your books, how's the best way for them to get into contact with you, Karen? Right, well, I'm Karen Strunk's pretty much everywhere on on social media etc so if you just put that in i'm karen strunks uh, com is my website um if if i've got a couple of free gifts if anybody wants to have a look at those it's karenstrunks.com forward slash gifts and i also run a free facebook group where people can get more of me and my uh, my advice inspiration motivation and, and and kick assness <laughs> um, it's a Facebook group called Rebel Business Bitches so search for that and you come and hang out with me every day um, there if you like excellent oh well thank you so much for your time you have definitely been kick-ass uh, you mm. have been totally amazing I, I love the way that you've um you've, you've 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 moved from that place of depression you fought through you fought for your freedom yeah. <laughs> i love that I like and you've that. got it yeah and and you're helping other people to get that freedom people that that may be feeling stuck or just need that support the fact that you're helping them off the back of you know your issues that you had is amazing so keep doing what you're doing and i I don't even have to tell you to always be you because you will do that anyway and but thank you so much for your time thank you paula it's been so much fun thank you you're welcome I really hope you got a lot out of that interview and took away something that can help you to move forward in your business and in your life. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back again soon. I would love for you to get in touch with me. So if you're on Twitter, connect with me either at Kickass Talk or at Paula Hemmings. If you'd like to join us on Facebook, you can join our Facebook group or page, Kickass Talks. I'm on Instagram at Paula Hems and Kickass Talks. If you are listening to this on iTunes, please share and hit that subscribe button so you don't even have to search out for this podcast again. It will be automatically downloaded for you. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to speaking to you again really soon. Have an amazing day.